The show of life, the show of building yourself back up, being in multiple industries, working for yourself and working hard and struggling. This is an amazing chat again conducted at the Bar Institute in Dallas this year. Thank you, Lush Live Productions. But I sat down with the owner and operator of Sugar Rim Bar, Mr. Corey Brim. My first live Facebook feed, in fact, we sat and did the podcast in front of his many, many fans, an inspiring guy. He wants you to be financially healthy and he wants you to understand and believe that anything is achievable if you just give it the proper time and patience. So it's a great chat, sage-like, philosophical, and everything in between. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this great chat with Corey Brim, owner and operator of Sugar Rim Bar. you apart or places you on the path that you're on so you're talking to me now at 43 mm. I was a different person at 23 I was a different person at 33 I was a different person at 19 you know yeah. so my journey at 23 and 33 was way different than what it is now do you like 43 for a lot of people they, they dread 40 right so right 43 seems it's pretty good it's a <laughs> it's like a prime it might be a, a prime number actually <laughs> I love I love the fact that I've I've I've, I've it's a, when I say it's a journey I've had hundreds of jobs you know in when I talk to like my dad and my uncles you yeah. know back there was a time when when you worked at a place for 20 years right yeah. you worked there it was a good job good paying job uh, you retired from that you were able to take care of your family I don't think we live in that world anymore mm. uh, I think there's jobs out there that you can have but I think we live in a world where you're you're constantly searching and uh, and at 40 now, I'm glad that I did everything that I did and experienced it the way that I experienced it yeah. and had it happen to me because I'm so much of a better business owner now. I couldn't, I, there's no way I could run my company now at 23. I was, I was, I was, I was crazy. I was a lunatic. I was, a kid, right? <laughs> I was, I was drinking every night. Yeah, not, not like a drunk. I was just, I was spending money recklessly. Uh, I didn't have great relationships with people. Yeah. You start real, when you start valuing your time, because I tell a lot of people, your time is your most valuable resource. When you understand that your time, you can't let people uh, manipulate your time. Because to me, my time is my wealth. Like right now, if I had a nine to five job, I would be at work right now. Yeah. But I chose to make a decision where I wanted to work for myself. And and that in making that decision, you know, there's a lot of people that depend on me. Like yeah. I have to succeed. Like I don't have a failure is not an option. Do you have any kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, like my son works for me, he's 17, oh, right? Killer. So, um, uh, you know, he has aspirations to go to college and there's things that he wants to do. And he's a great, awesome kid. He's way, my son at 17 is way far more advanced than I ever was yeah. at his age. I mean, technology has a little to do with it, but he's, he's got integrity, he's got passion. You know, he's the best qualities of me, yeah. you know? And at his age, I just wanted to party. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to hang out, party. Right. You know, it was about girls and cars and that's, that's what my life was yeah. back then. Seems like it's changed. Just a little bit, yeah. But I had to lose everything. Yeah. And uh, and I think we all, I think I think the reason I have a little bit more success than most people is because I still remember. Uh, there's a lot of people who seem to, uh, I guess they, I'm not going to say they forgot, but they reach a certain level and they don't remember how, you know, they don't remember when they, when their car got repossessed. They don't remember when, you know, they lived in an apartment and they don't remember when, you know, the eviction notice was on their door. They don't remember, uh you know, um, their bills are coming and piling up and you don't have enough money to pay your bills. Why, so why do you think that people don't remember that? Now, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Do you think that, I'll make it even more specific, do you think that people don't take time to just sit back and think about the things they've accomplished and where they've been? 
I don't think people I don't think people reflect. Yeah. But there's also a thing where I think that um, we live in this microwave society where everyone thinks success is just supposed to happen because you see it all the time, right? You right. see it on this thing. You see people uh, on Facebook and Twitter, and something goes viral, and then you know they're the next celebrity. Everyone's right. uh, everyone's hoping that their next post is going to be the, the, the one that's going to be it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. That's going to be it. So no one wants to put the work in, but also at the same time. I love history and I love, you know, studying history. It's always been that way. Yeah. There's going to be certain people who are just going to rise above the rest, right? They're going to put in the work and they're going to do the, they're going to put the sweat equity in to make it work. I just realized that most people, I can, I could literally give you my, my day to day. I could tell you everything that I do in a 24 hour span, seven days a week, you still got to do it. Yeah. And most people just aren't going, they're not going to do it. It's too hard, right? To put in the time, to put in the work, because yeah, all right. So there's a couple things that you've said here. I think it's kind of interesting. So first is you said that you <laughs> you had to lose it all to reemerge like yes. a phoenix. Yes. Could you care to kind of elaborate on what so, happened? So um I had I had the big home, I had the wife, I had the car. What industry were you in at that point? At that point I was in finance. I was kind of floating in between bartending and um like selling cars and yeah. doing finance and I used to do like second chance credit. Is this like, in DC still? Yep, yep, okay. yep. Everything was in DC. And so I had the uh, I had the great life, you know, on paper. On mm-hmm, paper, I had mm-hmm. the good life. And uh, you know, and not the, and I don't say this stuff to um, I don't say it to impress people. It's not the, the no, money. No, it's matter of fact, right? It's, it's, yeah. It is what it was. So I was making twenty to thirty thousand dollars a month, right? Yeah. And when you make that kind of money, you you have a certain kind of lifestyle, there's a certain swagger. Sure. You know, I was cocky, you know, but I had to be cocky in order to to make that every month. Yeah. And then I lost my job, and then I sat in depression for about. To, I didn't. Know, I didn't know I was depressed. See, the thing about being depressed was yeah. I didn't know I was in it. What, what were some things that kind of made you realize? Actually, I think something's up here. Was it time to? Were you being solitary? Were you no, being disconnected? No, no. There were there were moments. I was still. I still had a family. I still whatever. But there were moments when, when I could, I didn't have money to. I didn't have gas. Like yeah. I was taking change out of my ashtray to put in my car. And this was like when gas prices kind of spiked and they were four. Yeah, like yeah. We're, we're comfortable now paying three dollars a gallon. But back then. $3 a gallon was a lot of money, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm taking the change out of my um, my ashtray to, to put in my car. I um, My son, um, I didn't, lunch at that time was $1.75. Mm-hmm. I didn't have $1.75 to give him lunch. Uh-huh. And so I looked at him, I was like, dude, like today you're getting a cheese sandwich. And I had to tell him, I mean, it was the most heartbreaking thing I ever had to tell my son, but I was like, I had to break it to him. I was like, I don't have it. Yeah. And once I, that wasn't, it was a culmination of a lot of things. But once I hit that rock bottom, I had to really look myself in the mirror and I had to tell myself that, I mean, this it happened. It, I, I still remember exactly how it happened. Right. It was this. I told myself that God did not design me to be here struggling. Okay. And there's something that I'm supposed to, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Sure. But, but there's something. There's something. Yeah. I don't know what that something is, but there's something that I was designed to do that only I can do. Why am I, su- and not only why am I suffering, I lived a good life. Yeah. I had all my limbs. I wasn't ill. I, I didn't have a, a disease, a sickness, a handicap. Loving wife too, right? Had, well, well, at this point, I lost a wife. Yeah, I see. <laughs> but, and, I, and every time I do this thing and I talk about my ex-wife, look, I still love my ex-wife. No, dude, we got we both dude, got ex-wives. You know? Man to man. Yeah. I wasn't. I wish I could have been who I am now. Right. When I was married, I wasn't. I wasn't. It wasn't right. It, right. I wasn't right for her. I mean, and then what, the thing about the thing about a woman is like a woman will stick with you until, and when she breaks, she's done. Yeah. I broke her, and when she was broken, I couldn't fix it. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could whatever. You know, you never give up. All no, I get stuff. that. She but was to, done. But to, but that happens, man. There is an expiration point sometimes. Yes, even in love. Right? Yes, and if you're going through this thing, you said it took two years. It, what became was, it, and there's lots to talk about here because yeah. we're kind of jumping in, in the middle. <laughs> yeah, no, which which is right? good. No, no, which is, that's all good, but. It, you know, you're this man, you have this success, this financial success, and then you lose that. And then you still have your son and you realize, I'm sure you're humbled by the fact that the money isn't there anymore. Yes. So how did you, how did it become clear to you that this phase of your life, this chapter so here, was So, so here I am at 35. My car got repossessed. The marriage is over. Um, I'm basically sleeping on my mom's couch. Uh-huh. I am between my mom's couch and my uh, the 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 bed that I grew up in yeah. as a teenager at my dad's house. I don't have a car. Lost a car. Um, I, I don't have a job. And I had had I I was a good guy, right? So you know you're a good guy. I'm a good guy. Why can't I get a job? I'm literally applying 
everywhere. I'm going door to door, mm. putting in an application after application. I went to McDonald's, Walmart, Target, Home Depot. I went everywhere. I just wanted a nobody would give me a chance. Nobody would hire me. Really? And Why do you think that is? You seem like a really stand-up guy. <laughs> well, a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, uh, when I was younger, I remember I remember every job I ever applied for, and mm-hmm. I remember standing out in front of a job. Like, one of the very first jobs, I well, one of two of the very first jobs I ever had was at, Heck, are you from this area? Uh, from Yeah, Texas, right. for sure. So there's a company where I grew up at. It was called Heckinger. Okay. It, was like, it, was, it was pre-Home Depot. Okay, okay. So they were, I mean, they were big, monstrous. Yeah. I remember standing outside of that place, and, and I remember saying that I'm going to go in here and get this job. And I did that for every job I ever had, right? So I went in. Yeah. I spoke to the hiring manager. There used to be a time when you had an interview. They sat down and talked to you. Yeah. They figured out who you were. You know, they figured that you like were this, a good fit. In a way. Honestly, <laughs> like right? This. Yeah. That doesn't happen nowadays. Nowadays, you fill out a personality test on a computer. They don't, people don't interview anymore. Really? And so I couldn't get, I couldn't even get my, I couldn't even, it wasn't even, I couldn't even get my foot in the door. I couldn't even get to the door. Yeah. And so nobody would hire me. So here I am, 35, uh, kids, you know, like life is struggling, bills are piling up, my credit scores are 490, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and one day I looked myself in the mirror and I said, I told myself that this 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 is not me. This is, I'm not. I had to. I had to. I had gotten so low that I had to start fighting back. Yeah. And it got to a point where, when you don't have money, and when you, I, and I always say on these videos when I do them, it's not about the money, but when you have no money. You literally have no options. Yeah. You cannot do anything. You can't make a phone call. You can't go anywhere. Right. You can't get anything to eat. Like we live in a world that's based on a, a it's a it's a currency system. Right. You yeah. have to have money. Not that you need a lot of it, but in order to survive, some just a little yeah, bit. You yeah. gotta get it. So what clicked in my mind was, okay, I've lost everything. I literally don't have two pennies to rub together. Right. What am I gonna do? Yeah. Okay. So 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 now it's about survival, right? So when you're completely flat broke, you can't get a job. I don't know if you know this, Mike, because if you get a job, you know what happens if you get a job? How are you going to get to work? You don't have you don't have money to catch a bus. So even if you catch the bus, even if you catch the bus and you get there. Yeah. How are you going to eat lunch? Right. Because you're going to pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay. You you need money to buy the peanut butter and jelly. You need money to buy the tuna. One. It's like an onion. You peel one layer. You've got another one underneath. Here's the other problem. Here's the other problem. You're completely flat broke. Yeah. When do you get a paycheck? Two you weeks. started three because you're a week Oh, that's home. right. Oh, that's home. right. You're yeah, yeah. Home, right? So how do you survive? Three? You can't. The system is not designed for you to advance. Yeah. So what I had to do was I, I unplugged from the matrix. I unplugged. So instead of me going to work and making a thousand, you know, let's say I make two thousand dollars, sure. but after taxes, I bring home a thousand. Yeah. I needed the thousand. So what can I do to just make the thousand? I just need that. So what I did was I went to Walmart. I bought a case of water. I didn't have any money. I, I, I had a case of water cost two bucks. Yeah. I bought a case of water. I bought a friend's car. And at, I had been doing odd and end stuff. I was cutting grass and all this kind of stuff at this point. I went out on the corner and I sold water. A case of water, you get 33 bottles to a case of water. Okay. So I made $33. I took the $33, went back into Walmart. More and water? Bought, and I bought more water. Yeah. I bought four to five cases of water and a cooler and some ice. Every See, it doesn't matter how... Everything I ever did in my life, I treated it like a business. Yeah. I ran it like a business. Yeah. So even with the water, I knew that I needed ice. You know, you don't want hot water on a hot, you know, on a hot day, but I didn't have ice money until I sold the so I knew that I had to sell that one case right. in order to get the other cases. And I didn't, you know, and I I didn't have I didn't have enough money to buy a hard plastic cooler. I bought a styrofoam cooler. Saves saves money for sure. It's yeah. cheap. I didn't have the, so until I could I had to reinvest it back in myself. Mm. So I was making I was making anywhere from a hundred to five hundred dollars a day selling water. Yeah. But I did that until I had to get to the next point. And it sucked when it rained because I couldn't sell water. But I got to the next point where I was selling water and Gatorade. I was selling Gatorade, so I used to coupon, I'd get Gatorade for eighty eight cents. Two SKUs now. Soon now it'll be three, soon it'll be four, right? Create a portfolio. Just, but what what that when when I did that, what it taught me was when my back is to the wall, when, when the whole bottom falls out, I can still go back out there and sell water. Like no, So no matter how high I get in this, no matter how many events we do and how much money I make and how much success and how yeah. infamous or famous or whatever, if, every, if I lost everything, I can still go back out there and sell water. I can still take the, the, the lawnmower out of my garage because yeah. I started a land, landscaping company because I took the lawnmower out of my garage and I borrowed my brother's car and went door to door knocking on people's doors and asking them, can I cut your grass? Yeah. And I know I know you got a guy that cuts your grass. I know he does it for $35. I'll do it for 20 because 
Because I believe that if I do a good enough job, you're going to hire me again. Yeah. And so when you hire me again, you're going to refer me. And not only are you going to refer me, I'm going to do a great job for you, your neighbor, and then boom, the snowball starts happening. Yeah. So now, now I'm making $500 a day, $1,000 a day. So it grows because you have this spark. Yes. You're going to work for it. You're I'm going, going to earn it. You don't, it doesn't matter if you have to sweat. It doesn't matter if you have to tie a shirt around your head. You're going to actually put I'm in the work earn it. to make I'm sure. I'm going to put the work in and earn it. They're, they're 24 hours in a day, 86,400 seconds in every day. I'm going to maximize. I'm going to, no one's going to beat me at being me. Yeah. No one. You can't. So, what, so when we talk about this drive, which is an ambition, it is a, it's a primal ambition yes. in a sense. Very yes. primal, right? Because you're yes. like, I'm going to survive because I'm going to make this work. As a kid growing up in D.C., where did you get the influence? Where did you get the example to even learn to be that kind of you know, man? You know, that's a great question. And I think that some of it is inherited. Like I come from a, my, my family, we work. I mean, we work. But there's yeah. some. There's another gear. There's another gear that I operate in, which pushes me. Because I'm telling you, man, some, there, was a, there was a time the other day, I look back and I was like, Jesus Christ, like how am I getting all, how, I'm even amazed sometimes mm-hmm. how I do it. But, I also, but also to be very honest and very true, when I, at the moment that I lost everything, there's a part that I left out. I cried, my soul cried out to the universe. Yeah. I had nothing. There, so what I tell everyone when I do these, I didn't want to kill my, in my depression, I never was suicidal, right. okay? I didn't never want to take my own life. I did want to, however, like jump on a plane and relocate. Right, <laughs> you know, sure. Let's just start like, this over. Let's rewind <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Reset button and start over in Hawaii, right? Right, like, right. buy a plane ticket. So I got down on my knees. I prayed to God. And God to me is not some esoteric kind of like guy sitting in the, on a, I pray to the universe. I believe in energy. I yeah. believe that. I believe that if there's something that I want, if you're telling me that the same things that are in the moon and the universe and the stars is somehow chemically in me, yeah. then why can't I put this energy into the to the universe? So I got down on my knees, I prayed, and my prayer, my simple prayer was this: I know that there's, I know that there's someone greater inside of me. I need you, universe, God, Buddha, whatever. I need you. I know you're out there saving the world. Yeah. I know you're saving the world, but I need you to come save me right now, not. Tomorrow, not God comes and, you know, like a mystery. Works in mysterious ways, right? I need you to stop what you're doing and you got to come save me because I have no idea. I have taken my life as far as I can take it. I have to put my faith and my energy and my belief, my spirit into something higher than me. So if I believe in that, if I believe that I'm good and I believe that the world uh, operates in this this sort of energy world, if I put that energy out, what what kind of energy is going to come back to me? Right. When I got up, I mean, I stayed down there until I felt that um, the universe spoke back to me. When I got up, I had a vision. I had, I had direction. I had, there, it was clear. Where did it come from? Was it a moment? Was it just all it of a sudden moment. it sparked? It was a moment. It was a moment. I felt it internally. It was a moment. I felt different. I felt changed. I felt like there is no man. Okay, you're Mike. I'm Corey. Right. We're, you breathe the same air that I, that I breathe. Absolutely. Right? We, so, we share the same cells in a sense. Everything. Right. Everything. So... Why, what makes you not better? It's not better. I'm just different, right? Different. Yeah. You can't be better. You can't, you can't make me better. I have to make me better. I can right. look at the things that you have, cars, homes. That's, 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 that's materialistic. But what drives you? Yeah. So when I look at people like Jay-Z, Warren Buffett, Oprah, you know, these people accumulated in a lifetime, one lifetime, not generational. They didn't come from money or whatever. Right. They accumulated what we quote unquote call success in one lifetime. Right. What did they do? What kind of life are they living that was different than mine? You know, they get up early, they work out, it's connect, you know. So I had to start living a better every connection had to matter. The energy had to matter. If you yeah. were if I were coming in your space, you were coming in my space, I don't do negativity. I don't there's not there's nothing good. There's no Well, good. you get what you put out there, right? That's yeah. the that is the big biggest theorem. And we were talking about someone earlier, Dan Kroll, when you talk about the universe and dialing into it. You get what you put out. Right. You want to put out negativity? Fine. But you're going to damn well expect it's going to come back at you tenfold. I, I chose to believe that if I help a thousand people, right? It's just a numbers game, right? Because I was always in sales and numbers and commissions and whatever. So let's say I help a thousand people. What, I'm doing this from my heart. I'm going to help a thousand people. Mm. Not expecting anything in return. So if I, like we were saying before we went live, if I help Mike become a better Mike, right? What happens in my life? Now, now, not not all 1,000 people are going to, you know, they're not going <laughs> to. No, but it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. It's just what happens and what connects and the kinds of things that it exposes us to. Right. As long as you're open to it, right? You, you got to be willing to receive it. You have, you have to, to be, be willing to, to open it. it. And you also have to, you have to, you have to know what you want. Like you have to be very, 
you have to be very specific. People are so like, we pray small, we think small, yeah. we, uh, we ask the universe, oh, you know, people, and I'm not saying this to be like uh, arrogant about it, but people say stuff like, oh, Lord, if you could just help me pay my rent. Right, right. Don't pay, don't pray to help you pay your rent. Ask God and the universe for a mortgage. Ask God for an, uh, an investment property. Ask the universe to deliver you from working from 90 hours a week. The, the class that I did today, I'm telling people that, you know, you're paying rent, right? So right. every month, you're basically handing your money that you worked all month for, right. and you're giving it to another human being, and you're empowering their generational wealth. Why wouldn't you want to do that same thing for yourself? For yourself? Right. Because, but, but again, we're programmed to think that you, know, you just pay rent, you pay rent, you pay rent. You know how many people live in an apartment for 10 years? I like, know, man. You could have owned a home. But you, you think about it, it's financially, right? emotionally people stay in Everything. stilted marriages for scary, years right? it's very scary they don't want kids to have kids There's so many different things but the thing because I, I talk i think this is brilliant your call to the universe your connection with it if we go back just a little bit this driven guy when you talk about high school partying well party right was were you strong were you a strong student was that something you really wanted yeah. to produce that straight narrow yeah. going to college yeah like i see it in my kids i see that like my they're, they're very focused and I think that sometimes it's just, you know, I mean, can we, I mean, can we be, <laughs> this is us being honest. Yeah, we this, have right? to be. Yeah. There are some people who are just going to be worker bees. I know it. They're just, they're it's just. It's 80, they're, 20, man. They're never going to, they're yeah. just going to, the graveyard is full of people who just, they just, they all they want to do is work. Yeah. They just want to sure. work. <laughs> they just want to put their head down. They'll show up they, and they'll they, die behind that fucking desk. That's what they want to do. Seriously? That's what they want to do. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine. Totally. I don't judge you for it. But also, I know that there's people out there that are superheroes, man. They get up every day and they are fighting and they are tired. They're tired because I, mm -hmm. I was there. You're tired of sacrificing and suffering every single life. Does when you're when you're in that and when you're in that realm, yeah. hell on earth, life kicks you in the teeth every fucking day. Right, like it doesn't give up. And you're asking yourself, like, when? When can I? That's I mean, this is what I was saying to myself. When can I just catch a fucking break? Like, when can I get a break? Yeah. God, come on. Because when I, you know, and I don't want to offend anybody, but when I talk to God, at that moment, I was angry. And I'm yelling and like, come on. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, you know, so I got mad and I'm angry. Like, but there's got to be a point when you, when you, it, the break needs to happen, right? Absolutely. The break has to happen. You have to have the break. It doesn't happen before the break. You have to have the break because you got to get so fed up with everything that's going on in your life yeah. that you're so angry. You're so like, fueled with this rage like right. hope right yeah sure but 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 okay so you reach that apex right you take that energy and then you turn it positive you you take that same rage that yeah. same intensity and you turn it how can i change the world with this what can i do with this energy to create uh uh something greater in the world I absolutely mean, great great certainly greater than ourselves greater right what do i do so that so every single day i never get tired i never i don't i don't i don't worry i don't think about what ifs i don't live in that sort of like yeah. it's not gonna happen no it's gonna happen or i'm gonna die so it's a, it's this is a really interesting thing you know uh, i was talking to somebody had a, this is great being at bar institute in dallas and everything i had an interview yesterday and he says there's the first 30 the second 30 and the last 30 three chapters React play. Very common narrative for film and plays. And it feels like it's been a very clear, so you have your first act, you're growing up in D.C., you're working hard, and you know, just trying to make it, at least in the way that you think. And maybe that is attached to money. I don't know. But that's different now. This outpour of emotion, the outpour of question to the universe, chapter two. Right. right? It does feel like it's just a distinctly different tempo. A distinctly different tone. Is that is that's fair, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. So, how do you feel about money and materialism now? I definitely respect things different. It's so it's so vastly different now. Yeah, like uh, uh, on the financial aspect, I don't need um, I don't need like I had my I had a I was living in a five hundred thousand dollar house. I mean, it's not and it's not Crazy. it's not the five hundred thousand. I don't need that now. Yeah, it's all materialistic. Did you need it then? No, if I mean, if but I'm, you, but you were different, yeah. Right? But so. I mean, it, it, you know, we, you, so you live in, you live. The the bubble goes like this: you're working hard, mm -hmm. so people tell you that you you earned it. Mm -hmm. You know, you deserve it because you work hard. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. You don't need. You could. We need. We need. We need shelter. Yeah. Right. <laughs> food. 
You know, it's basic human essentials. Yeah. You don't need a million dollars. You know, totally. I mean, it's great if you. I mean, I don't knock it on that kind of thing. But no, it's fine, man. Well, it's fine. How do you feel about love being a piece of that puzzle that you need as well? I I look at love differently now because I value. See, the thing that I value now is my time, and I yeah. value my relationships with people a lot differently now. Uh, I don't. It's it's not a bunch of BS anymore. Yeah. Uh, I've learned to. Uh, I've learned to. If the energy's not right, I don't force it. Yeah. You know, I don't need to be your friend. Because at the end of the day, there's 8 billion people in the world. You don't like me, so what? That's your problem. I'm a good guy. I love myself. Yeah. I go to bed. I sleep like a baby every night. Yeah. I'm happy with what I'm doing with my life now. Clear conscience. <laughs> I'm serious. Absolutely. It makes me... Do you ever watch Mad Men? Yeah. Love Mad Men. Yeah. Right? And I, I really do, good or bad, love Don Draper as a character. A man that is intensely creative. Right. Intensely innovative, but yet such a flawed individual in terms of being an... In- oh, yeah. That, and, right. Mike, I'm not perfect. No, we're all I fucked am, up. I get I'm that. Not, I am not striving for perfection. Yeah. If you would have met me, like let's say we were friends for 30 years, right? Yeah. And you didn't see me for 10 years. You still have a memory of who I was yeah. when we were in our 20s. I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah. And if you choose to hold on to that memory of that's who I was, Mike, that's you. That's you. Right. I, I didn't do that. I didn't you have to allow for the evolution, right? But isn't it nice to live a life in your way where you don't have to apologize for it and you can go to bed with a clear conscience. That's my point. Uh, where like yeah. Don uh, Draper is a guy. He there's no way he went to bed with a clear conscience, man. There's no way you can. I'm, I, there's just no way to have a family, but then have you know the, the, the side piece. Yeah, the side piece, and, and the side pieces are fine, right? For for those guys who can right. do that shit. But right. it's got to be simpler. You have to be able to focus on things with laser precision. You ha- I, and that's what I did. I, I laser focus. And I see a lot of people that, uh, and I'm just giving it from my aspect. I see a lot of people doing a lot of things, right? So they're a real estate agent one day. They're selling cars the next day. They're trying to get you to sign up for some multi-level marketing thing the next day. It's like, dude, just can you, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. What do you do? What do, you do? <laughs> I get you got a title, but what <laughs> right. are you actually doing? What do you do? This guy's laying bricks and putting down tile. I can see what <laughs> right. he's doing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So you have to, I, I believe that everyone was, everyone was designed to do, you have, every, we're, we're all great. There's greatness in all of us. Yeah. But there's something that I do that, Mike, you just can't do yeah. because it's not who you were designed to be. Absolutely. You can't do it. So why don't, why don't we take the time to figure out what that gift is that we have, yeah. open the gift, and present it to the world? And it's going to be what I normally say is this. When, whenever you decide to be whoever you want to be, it's going to mm-hmm. be the most, it's gonna be the hardest thing. In the, once you tell the universe, once you say to yourself, okay, I have a clear definition of who I want to be and where I want to go. I know. I got it. I know yeah. exactly what I do. All hell is going to break loose in your life. Your wife is going to, your husband's going to leave you. Your, your job is going to, something's going to, there's going to be, because the energy is you're telling the unit, you're challenging the universe to yeah. say, okay, I'm going to, do, no matter what happens, no matter what you throw at me, right. I'm going to succeed. So the universe is going to say, oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Big shot. Well, I've heard okay. about this. I'm the universe. I have a little bit of power right. here. Take that and let me see how you deal with it. Yeah. And if you can't, if you can't, if you can't get through this hurdle, this obstacle, this one small thing, right? I mean, it seems big at the moment. How in the world are you ever going to get to your destiny and your dreams and your your goals if you can't even handle a, a hiccup, yeah. you know, a speed bump in your life? You think it's massive, mm. but when you look back over it, and so another thing that I also say is that take the worst thing that has ever happened to you in your entire, I mean, the worst. Right. Your mom passed away. Your dad. I mean, it's devastating. I mean, crushing. Your house got foreclosed on. Uh, you went to work. You've been working at this place for 20 years. And they said, hey, Mike, we got to talk to you real quick. And they fired you. Right. Take the worst thing that has ever happened to you. You're still here. Still. <laughs> Can't, they're not taking your life. You're still here. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not really the work. Like, you survived it. Yeah, well, it's not about the work. Like, we always think that our jobs define us. Right. But it's the journey that defines us. And you talked about that before we started chatting. But something that, you know, I really like to ask you seems like you're probably tapped into lots of great art and creativity and things. You seem incredibly inspired. Yeah. You've got this spark of energy, or rather a flame of energy is probably, <laughs> probably more accurate. But what kinds of things, before we talk about you know, Sugar Ram, right. what kinds of things really influence you and inspire you? What, what pushes me and motivates me is, I, there's a couple things. The first thing is, uh, I, I, you know, I don't share it on social media that often, whatever, but look, any other time in human recorded history that I know of, <laughs> this is the best time that I know of in recorded history for me to be alive. 
any other time, it'd be civil rights. I'd be a slave. Like, sure. like this for me, for me, this is the best time. I have the best opportunity. So many people sacrifice their life for me to sit here yeah. in Dallas and talk to you on a podcast. <laughs> they, That's pretty, yeah, it's pretty tech forward, isn't it? <laughs> they, they didn't know when they were marching in Selma. <laughs> I don't think Martin Luther King was like, you know, I'm going to do this for Corey. <laughs> Dude, I, I, had, I had no idea it would all lead to this. But I'm, I, you know, I'm happy that we're here. But I know that somebody sacrificed. And in that, what right do I have? What right do I have to, to, to waste their sacrifice? What right do I have to complain about anything? I mean, mm. anything. Take, I mean, any, anything, big or small. I have no right because somebody came before me and allowed me the opportunity to be here and, and to drink Anything. I know, dude. I Frank? take it every breath, everything. It's a it's a gift that someone gave to me. And then the other thing I think about is, um, somebody passed away today, right? Somebody that I know, somebody that you know, who passed away? No, just in general. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, Corey, who was it? I haven't been on social media. <laughs> just in general, somebody passed away. Oh yeah. That person would give anything just for one more day. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had a. I did a, a repass the other day. My company, we did a repass the other day, and the lady who did the repass, uh, she organized everything. She she knew exactly. She passed away from cancer, so she would give anything just to have one. You just want one more day, and right. that's all we're hoping for is just one. You just want one more day. Yeah. Or there's someone laying in a hospital bed, right? No arms, no legs. There's a guy that went to Iraq and whatever. They would give anything, anything to be in the position that I am in. Even though I'm, even though I'm not where I want to be, I'm not where I was, yeah. and and I know that there are people out there that connect with me because they're in the same space that I was in. Mm. So what I try my best to do is I try to give them the information. I give them the information that I wish somebody would have given me on day one of me losing everything because I wouldn't have wasted five years and then another. I'm sorry, I apologize. Two years of a depression and then another five years of trying to start a company from scratch. Yeah. If I can give you a handbook and tell you that you don't have to make the same mistakes that I made, if you can jumpstart your life, and, if, and essentially that's what I believe that I'm doing, I want to fast track people and I want to show them that every day is an opportunity. Mm. You have an opportunity every single day. It is your choice whether today is going to be, whether you're going to win or you're going to lose. Yeah. And a lot of people just give up. <laughs> they just hit a wall and they just say, you know what? I'm done. And I'm gonna and, and they never pick the ball back up again. You, and then, so absolutely. No, no, correct. They do. Do you get time to have quiet? To have solitude? Yeah, yeah. So I do. Do, med- do you make sure to take that? Yeah. I meditate in the morning. I, I say my prayer. It's not long, you know. I don't you know, I don't spend an hour on anything. You know, I I I, I meditate in the morning. Yeah. Um when I feel like my spirit and my mind and my soul is right, I'm done, you know. But but even when I do that, uh, it's my time. I run. I go to the gym. I work out. I put my head. I'm one of those guys that like if I don't have my headphones, I can't go to the gym. I don't really <laughs> want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got my headphones on. Um. Uh. But 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 I don't need a. It doesn't. It doesn't take a lot at this stage of where I'm at now. I don't need a lot. I don't need to motivate me. I'm yeah. already motivated. Like if I if I go to sleep and I wake up, I I'm motivated because I didn't pass away in my sleep. Like I'm. I'm good to go. I got another day. I got another chance. This notion of making the most out of every moment. Now, this is something, it's carpe diem in essence, right? right? And I think that you and I both share that, that we're here. We're going to fucking enjoy this moment because we may never get another, right? Was there a moment? And now I I understand that perhaps the fall from grace in a sense and the fall from financial stability kind of caused you to have this enlightenment or this insight. But were there... Other moments, other brushes with death and mortality that also made you kind of absolutely, but it, it, but it didn't look. I I have if anybody knows me, especially on social media, if anybody knows me, dude, I've owned, I've probably had in my lifetime, I've probably owned thirty cars, right? Wow, I've wrecked them all. What really? I, I look. There was a, there was one time. Look, I, and I and again, I don't share this. Yeah, <laughs> but I was and I and I wasn't I wasn't a drunk driver. I was I fell asleep. I would fall asleep driving because right? mm. I would be up all mm-hmm. day working all day, partying all night, I'd be up. There was one time when there was an accident on the road. Yeah. Sheriffs were there. Everybody was there. The accident is over. Yeah. I ran into the accident. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing ironically, <laughs> well, kind of. Now. It's funny now. <laughs> you walked away, so I it's all right. Asleep. I fell asleep, and I ran into the accident. Now, I, I probably because I was loose, I probably didn't get injured. But you know how many accidents I've had like that? There was one time when I had a, uh, I had a Chevy Beretta. I split a pole. Like my car, literally, I hit a pole. The car, the whole car, cut in half. Wow. 
shaved in half. But again, I wasn't who I am now. I just walked away from an accident. Didn't right? think about it much, right? Didn't think about it much. You know, you know, you don't really, you know, when you're 20, 30, you don't really put your life in perspective. You don't, you know, I blinked and 20 years went by. Yeah. You don't really think about it like that. But now I would never do the dumb stuff that I did when I was in my 20s and 30s. But when those things happened in my life, it was, you know, it just happened. I didn't, yeah. you know, I walked away without a scratch. You know, I still got all my limbs and, you know, I didn't think about it then. I wouldn't, but now, now, me now, my time is your time, man, you can get all, you can make all the money in the world. Yeah. You can be a gazillionaire. Sure. But man has not figured out how to duplicate time. No. It's your, it's the only resource that I, that man can't duplicate. Right. You can't get it back. And once it's gone, it's gone forever. So why are you wasting your time? You know, uh, like even now, right now, we're using each other. Yeah. It's energy. Sure. We're supposed to, we're designed to use each other. Yeah. Now to the point where you misuse me, that's different. Sure. If you misuse me. You, if you've misappropriated our friendship or you or you, you, you sort of twist it, now that's different. Yeah. Now I can't be your friend anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah, fair, fair. It's done. You 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 but you chose to cut the energy off. Right. I came to you open armed, uh, uh, olive, yeah. you know, but my heart and soul open to ready to receive whatever blessing of course. was supposed to happen. If you choose to take it some other way, then that, that's on you. I, I think just know how to deal with you. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> it's much better to be accepting and embrace people, right? But that's a whole other kind that's of paradigm yeah. about love and, and all yeah. that. But that, I think it's a good thread to talk about. Well, I'm getting a really clear understanding of the entrepreneurial spirit and that ambition for you and fucking fighting for it because you're backed in a corner. You don't know what to do. I have, if this does not work, I do not eat. I die. Like I, right. I had nothing. Yeah. And so I started this company and it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. What year did it? This was, uh, so this was, I've been doing this for eight years. So wow. whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> 2009, something like that. <laughs> so I, uh, I started and, uh, and when we talk about entrepreneurship and we talk about starting a company, cause people, like I get it, man. People ask me all the time. How do you do it? How do you get to this level? How do you keep going? What pushes you? Right. I was broke. <laughs> That's a hell of an impetus, right? <laughs> I was completely broke. Yeah. Like you get real creative when you have no money. Yeah. So, and, but by, but I also knew I had a but but I also had a clear vision. I knew that I I knew what I was good at, and I knew that I had a vision. But but how do you market that? How do you get it out there? How right. do you because because if you're if you're not making money at it, it's just a hobby, right? right. Yeah. So what? So I took a look at what everyone else was doing. Okay, well I'm not going to do that because that's what everyone else is doing. And then because I didn't have a job, I had the time for self development for research. You know, I I I literally. There was one. There was one point where I. Uh, so I have a mobile bartending company. Yeah. There was one point where I researched mobile bartenders. Have you ever been to the end of Google? The oh, the end of the search results. Yes. I have. It gets sad a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I get a little sad. I'm like, I wait, this is it. End. I didn't know that there was an end. There's an end. Most yes. people don't go past five pages. That's right. right yeah. Right? I went to the end. I researched. <laughs> I was looking at mobile bars in uh, uh, in, in Australia, yeah. in Europe, and I wanted. To, I wanted to. I wanted to I wanted to consume as much knowledge as was out there. Yeah. And so so when I looked at everyone, even though when I even when I went to the end of the internet, all of their websites looked the same. Everyone had the same message. Everyone had the same photos. Everyone had the, it was all the same. Yeah. Even thousands, tens of thousands, it was all the same. So I was like, okay, well, let's just be different. Yeah. Let's just stand out. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what I don't know what's going to come from it, but I know I didn't want to be them. But so I just want to say this because I think this is one of the most amazing taglines. Corey, the man who went to the end <laughs> of the internet and came back. That could be a book. It's a great <laughs> book, man. I'm telling you. And so, so I went to the end of the internet and then I sat down and I made a list of everything that I was good at and everything I was bad at. And the stuff that I was good at was really long because <laughs> I love myself. <laughs> and I solely focused on my strengths. That's it. I threw out all my weaknesses. I don't like, I like, uh, I, I, I liken it to like, I'm a politician, right? Sure. So think of the president, because this is how I thought in my mind. Yeah. The president sits in a room and he has, so he brings everyone in, right? He's got somebody from the energy department. Uh -huh. Let me hear your speech on what we should do. He's got someone from agriculture, farm, you know, everything. Right, right. He brings the top people in that are his, he, that's not what he's good at or whatever. Yeah, totally. I focused on what I was good at. And I outsource what I was bad at. That's amazing because most people say, "Well, no, I can do it." Right? No, I'm, and I just had this conversation just a second ago. I'm <laughs> five eight, thirty seven years old. I've got a beard and look like I play in an indie rock band. <laughs> My chances for the NBA 
They're very slim <laughs> at this point, right? So why the fuck would why I spin my you? wheels trying to do that, right? And if you're a creative guy, be creative. If you're operational, be operational. But the best leaders in the world, they're the ones that can cut right through to it and say, I knew my limits. That's, I knew what I was that's good amazing at. I message. I what I was good at. Yeah. Certainly. Now, and, and at, the same, at the same time, um, um, there's another key thing that I learned, and this came from a um, general manager that I had. I, I worked at a, I had, a, I had the great opportunity uh, to work at a cheesecake factory. Like we opened a cheesecake factory. Delicious stuff. An amazing company. I modeled my company behind Cheesecake Factory. No a kidding. Lot of people don't know this. Um, so the um, the thing about Cheesecake Factory is this: they don't operate. There's nothing. They figured out everything. Yeah. Everything. No. Like, no uh, blind. No blind spots. Nothing. They yeah. figured it. They figured it all out. Right. So you can't split a check without this. You can't. They. They won't. Like if you say, "Hey, we need to buy. We need to switch to black napkins." They're gonna ask you, "How do we profit from that?" Show wow. me how we pro- so everything was about building profit yeah. for them, right? So for me, I had to because I was completely flat broke. I had to build profit. I couldn't just do anything for free. Yeah, it had to be profit. And, then, and the other thing that Cheesecake Factory does that I don't know if a lot of people know, none of the stores that they've ever had for as long as they've been around, none of them have ever operated at a loss. They've never lost. Money. Not a single Not store. A single store. Holy they've shit! That's incredible. Bankrupt. They've never gone bankrupt. They only operate in the black. They don't operate in the red. That's incredible. So in the beginning, when you have nothing and you're building your company and you're putting all the sweat equity in and you're doing everything, right. you're going to have friends say, hey, Mike, we now the podcast thing may be a little bit different, but because, you know, I mean, you've already bought the equipment and all mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But if you have to, let's say you have to fund an event, right? You have to buy the food, the drinks, the right. liquor. And they say, hey, it's going to be an awesome opportunity. You're going to get to meet and network with amazing people. How do I make a profit? Right. How do I turn a profit? And, and so some people say, they, they jump to it and they say, yes. I said, no, no, I need to make, I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to make a profit. I would tell my friends, if you're ever having a party, a hundred bucks, I'll come and do it. They didn't hire me. So I was like, okay. So I went out and went on Craigslist and put up $99 bartender, right? <laughs> so I'm broke. I don't have any money. Yeah. So there, I know that there's companies out there. I'm not trying to take away from them. I don't have anything. Yeah. So, but what I, what I would deliver on, what I would over deliver on was service. So even though you hired me for $99 or $100, I I gave you the service as if you gave me a million dollars. Right. The best in the best. Even when I was cutting grass, you know, for 25 bucks, I still invoiced you. Yeah. I still sent you a thank you letter. I still emailed you. I treated it like it was a business. Where do you learn these kinds of things, man? Because, I mean, you know, I'd say my father's a very, very important force in my understanding of being ambitious and entrepreneurial. And being a just providing good service right, right? right but for you how do you just you don't spontaneously learn i don't know man i think but i've also i'm telling you man i've had like i've had like a thousand jobs <laughs> like, i have worked everywhere like, yeah I, they, I was working at one point there was one point when i think i was working four jobs at one time and i you, you have know, the biggest collection of research <laughs> and had the biggest dossier on working and i, I mean took, maybe that's it and i took some of the best qualities um uh, from each one of those jobs, I think they were learning. You know, they were learning experiences. I learned from yeah. each one of them. Another thing that I also applied to my life was, um, uh, you ever you ever been to like those network marketing meetings? You know, when you go yeah. to a meeting, sure, and they show you the chart and they show you how you're going to get paid, right? Right. So every chart, every chart looks the same, right? So there's you at top, right? yeah. Oh yeah. And, and all we need you to do is bring in two people, right? Right. right? You uh, bring in the two people. It's in the shape yeah. of a pyramid, if I recall. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what we're going to do is we're going to teach those two people the same thing that we taught you, and then they're going to bring in two people. Right. Now, while all that's happening, you're going to all this money is going to shift up to you. And right. so what I did is I looked at that that whole pyramid thing. Yeah. And I looked at it and I said, how do I apply that to my life? Yeah. Okay, so here's me. Here's Mike. How do I develop Mike into whatever God or the universe created him to be? How do I uplift and create him? Yeah. And then, so if I do that with Mike, and then I get him to bring in two people, and we uplift their life. So now I got this whole downline, right, of 100,000 people. Yeah. Where does all that positive energy go? It flows up to me. Mm-hmm. And I get residual income, energy, right. from it daily. So if I'm changing people's lives every day, I'm going to get a phone call one day, and someone's going to say, hey... Uh, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. But it never would have happened if I wouldn't. If if I never said yes to my dreams, my goals, my destinies, my my aspirations, I wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. And the other thing is, you have no idea where this message is going to land. 
you don't know that's the part ear. i love of it yeah you don't know the ear no idea none i just hope it finds somebody that wants to hear the message and that is inspired by it that's the thing man because you talk about it in more or less the words and the phrases paying it forward you don't want people to have to repeat the mistakes that right. you made and you want to be transparent and open and really bringing everything out to the forefront so people don't feel judged right that they, it's okay to be flawed right? right it's okay to be down it doesn't mean that things are done i think people beat themselves up they do you know, yeah when they when they when they when you say i don't look at i don't look at what i'm doing as failure right so um like if you if you if you go and look at my yelp reviews right yeah. 2012 right yeah horrible <laughs> horrible right <laughs> horrible yeah. but but i was connecting with the wrong people i see i was uh and what i see a lot of business people doing is like you get one bad review you let that crush you no i i, I face it head on I yeah. want to know the ch- like if you're telling me that something's wrong. I want I want to know because yeah. I wasn't there or whatever. How do I how do I grow if I don't know what's wrong? Right. And so I if you but also if you look at my reviews, I answered all of them. Yeah. I apologize. I always fall even though I have hundreds of people working for me. I always fall. I'm the last line of defense. Absolutely. I can't. I can't let's say we do a podcast, right? I'm in I'm in D.C. You're here in Dallas. I set up a podcast next week. You show up late. Now the client. Got it with me, right? Right. I mean, we did. So when when Mike doesn't show up, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, yeah, Mike. I am so it's sorry. It's on you. Yeah. I apologize. It's good. I, tell me how. Tell me what I need to do to make this right. Because at the end of the day, people just wanna, they wanna feel. It's not. They wanna know that it matters. Yeah. They wanna know that you care, and yeah. you can't fake it. <laughs> like you can't just. You can't. And so many people BS it and they fake it, and you can only fake it for so long. Right. You can only fake it for so long, and that's why I love bartending and this sort of hospitality. Thing that because you can either you either have to do it or you don't. Yeah. You got to bring it every single time. You have to you have to execute. I'm not the best at what I do. I am not. You know I understand. I have there's a lot of things that I have wrong with me. But you're never going to beat me on service. Yeah. You can't hands down. I'm going to deliver every single time. I don't care if I'm on my deathbed. I'm going to climb out my deathbed <laughs> and I'm going to deliver every single time. Yeah. Every time without fail, no questions, no exceptions. I'm going to die doing this. Like I love what I'm doing. And I, cha- and I challenge people to find out what you what you were designed to do and find out what that is and let it kill you. Yeah. Just as, die. As the inspiring and motivational speaker that you are. And what we're, I've got a few questions left for you kind of talking about the future a little bit. But how did the class go today? Did you find people were inquisitive that they said, oh, fuck, I really get this. <laughs> this message, whether I like it or not, is resonating with me. You have uh, every speech that I give or every class that I do or every seminar that I do, I reference a point in my life where I was at. The class I gave today was about credit, yeah. right? So um, as bartenders and hospitality and servers and stuff, we li- like I, I told you before, we live a liquid life. Like so you're making cash every liquid, day. Yeah. You live a liquid life. You think that because you're making two to $800 a day, you don't give a shit. You know, I, because I, I did it. I, I would blow $500. Right. It didn't matter because I, I could go to work at get any time. S- get some more. It, it was Uber before Uber, right? Right, I right. I could pick any shift that I wanted to work. I could work anytime I wanted to and make whatever money. It didn't matter. Yeah. But I lived in an apartment. I, my car was paid for. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you buy hoopties, right? So you right. Get, you're riding around <laughs> yeah. like $3,000, $4,000 cars. Yeah. Is, I mean, again, not knocking it. But you don't even know the other side. You yeah. don't know that having a home is a tax write-off. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't understand that, like, you're going to work. You know, we're all trying to, we're all trying to, like, not claim our tips. Right. Right. But how right. do you prove income if you if you're if you're only making, you know, end of the night you're claiming thirty bucks every mm-hmm. night, but you walked out of there with three hundred. You're not claiming your tips. You can't walk into a car dealership and buy a car. You can't even prove that you're a human being. Right. No right? good point. So so you live this 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 liquid life of just cash and you're flooded. But once I once I unplugged from the matrix and I saw the other side of life, credit is just access. Yeah. All you really want, and credit is leverage. You just leverage. Want, oh you yeah. Just, you just want the access. Yeah. You just want to be able to. Credit opens doors. That's what it does. And it, and it, and I'm living a life now that I wish that I could show more people. I came down here for Dallas. I didn't pay to come down here. I have credit cards that give me miles and points and rewards. Yeah. You're spending the money already anyway. Why not spend it on a card that pays you back? But again. Credit is taboo. Yeah. So when I talk to people about credit, they get real like, I, mean, I, might, I might as well just ask them who they were voting for, right? Like, it's, <laughs> it's that personal. Like, no one wants to talk about it. Everyone has bad credit. Yeah. 
know, there's 380 million people in America. 55% of, of Americans have bad credit. Yeah. You hear it. It's all over the place. And the world that we live in, it, it's not – there are people – look, every, when you have good credit, everyone loves to tell everyone. Like, I fix my credit. I right. my credit. But when you have bad credit, you ne- you never bring it up. Like, you don't talk about it at all. Like, it, it is something that you do – you're not supposed to talk about. Yeah. A I'm deep, saying, dark secret. It's crazy. I had to face it. My credit score was a 494. Yeah. There were things on my credit. And like I said in the class, I had a blockbuster charge off of my credit. You remember blockbuster? Fucking right, I do. Wh- who? Late charge that they sent to collections? <laughs> Is that what it was? Like a total like 35 bucks? bucks? It was 90 bucks. Dude, ridiculous. And it stayed on my credit for years. And I was just sitting there. And when I, when I look, when I, you know, this is at the point when I'm, I'm taking the keys back to my life. I'm looking at my credit and I'm like, $90? Like, that Heath Ledger movie know. wasn't that good. <laughs> $90? And like Blockbuster? I'm like, block- <laughs> They're not even in business anymore. Yeah. Like, How did they even get someone to go? Who do I yeah. pay? Yeah. Who do I pay to take care of this? Get this off my credit. Those are the things that I had to face. I had to look myself in the mirror and just face it. Yeah. You have to face it. I don't care what adversity you're in. I don't care what struggle you're going through. I don't care what's going on in your marriage, your job. What you have to face it, mm. and and I believe that when you when you look life and and when you look in the abyss and yeah. you stare at the devil and all these bad things and you tell them you're not gonna have me, not today, yeah, today because it's daily, not today. You're not gonna win today. I don't know about tomorrow, <laughs> but today I win. You, there's nothing that you can throw at me that's gonna knock me off my game. Today, it's our Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. Well, you know, I'm a, I love movies, and I love <laughs> Bill Pullman specifically. Man, it, it, it's so rich, and I, I love. This is a question I have for you because you're very outspoken, and you've got this deep connection to the struggles. A lot of people right. don't; they're not really forthcoming about that, right. right? Do you in the public eye? And I know you talked about, you know, I post this on social, I post, or I won't post this other stuff on social. Is there still a line? For yes, you? yes. I don't share everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, people that know me, they're very close to me. They. they <laughs> so the running joke is, if you ever want to know anything about me, yeah, go on my Facebook page because I'm gonna tell you. I don't share everything. Yeah. I don't. That, you know, because you can't. You know, I, you know, there was, <laughs> there was a time I was having, I was eating somewhere, and I had posted that I was eating there, and like a person showed up. It was way weird. That's like, they weird, showed yeah. up like, hey, I was just in the neighborhood. You weren't in the neighborhood. They <laughs> 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 showed up. So yeah. now, you know, I learned to post. Like if I if I'm as I'm leaving, <laughs> yes, know, right. You know, and, and again, I don't think I'm like I don't, you know I have a lot of followers and that and all that, but it, it, there's certain things like you know my like even with my son, I don't. I mean, I may have posted his photo, but I try not to like you know he has his own life, right? You know, right. I don't want to. I don't want. You I don't, don't want, want to. Uh, what what is it? Eclipse him, You're right? right, if, right. With your he has his own life and he does his own thing, and you know, I, I don't want my kids to be out there like that. I don't share. Yeah. I don't share my personal life. Uh, like if I'm. You know, if I'm dating someone or a relationship, I mean, right. very, very few far and in between. But I don't want that to be on my social media page. And it's not that I'm hiding it. It's just there's certain. I think people are really when I when I look at certain things like mm-hmm. people, man, there's some people out there that just Mike, they're just not going to like you. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you do, who you are. I cut my losses, <laughs> man. I'm just going to say what I want. People don't like it. That's fine. <laughs> Jog on, mate. It's fine. You know, but there's some people out there that are really just they don't like that you have a podcast. Yeah, they hate it. God, how Why? dare he do this thing, this well, honest thing? It has nothing to do with them. Yeah, but they hate that you have a podcast, and they're gonna. There's something. There's something God. that they're gonna do to sabotage you. Sure. There's why though, yeah. but they're out there. I don't want them in my life. Just yeah. leave. You know, I tell everyone all the time: if if I'm posting too much, if I'm sharing too much, if this positivity is messing with you, block me. Yeah. Delete me. But they're not going to. No, of course not. It's like a car trip. They don't want to be cut out of the conversation. Don't. They will still want to be inside. Still, still want to know in. what's going on still with you. Know what's going on? Knowing that you've done amazing things, and for for me, it is the process of you returning to the most basic transactional relationship with people to build it back up, right, from scratch, right. right? Really, an amazing effort, man. I mean, most people wouldn't be willing to do that. They think they're they're better than that or all that. Despite this success, though, and, and seeming like you enjoy fatherhood, the relationships and stuff, you still have your flaws, yeah. Yes, absolutely, 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 absolutely. There's 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 some things that I hate about myself that yeah. I wish that I could change, and I'm you know, but I'm but it's it's, a, it's the quest, the journey 
is in it's becoming human. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's becoming a, it's it's about living an abundant life, a more fulfilled life. There are things about there's things that I've done in my past that I'm trying to correct. Uh, uh, there's there's people that I've hurt. Uh, and even though even when you say I apologize and I'm sorry, there's still work that needs to be done. Yeah. Just saying I'm sorry and I apologize to some people in my past that that's not that's not it i gotta i gotta put the work in to correct this and make it right yeah so me going higher in life i don't want to go higher in life and 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 go to a different atmosphere and leave you i want to bring you along i want you to experience you know i'm not doing this just for me i'm doing this for all of us like i want to i want to go out and 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 acquire and and conquer and be a a, be an emperor and be a king of my land and take care of my people that's what i want to do it's amazing well, so this is, I'm, a, I'm really excited to ask you this question. I've got <laughs> only two left, I promise. For no, those people on Facebook Live, bring it it's on. like, God damn, man, when can I go take a restroom break already, I'll right? i answer all these questions later, man. I'll tell oh, you that's later. incredible. <laughs> this is my first time doing it. I mean, this yeah, is amazing. Live, right? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I imagine, so imagine yourself anywhere in the world, right? And you're getting a sip of something that you really enjoy to drink. And you could have that drink and that sip with anybody. You could have a conversation and share that drink with anybody living or deceased. Who would you love to just be right next to you at that bar? You could just ask them any question. You I guys see have this a, question all the time, and honestly, I've never even thought about has it. That, have people asked you this before? It, never, no okay. one. I see it posted all the time. Yeah. You know, I see it posted all the time. I, I love this. Qu- I love j- j- thinking about all right, it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. But it who, changes, so that's fine. So it's not absolute, right? Who so today may be different. I have a drink with. Yeah, living or deceased, though. And I can pick their brain, right? Absolutely. Man, that is a great question, man. I mean, I like, I don't want to sound like all like, because I don't know, like, I don't want to pick, you know, it's not that. But I would love to like, I would have loved to like, sit down with like Martin Luther King or Malcolm X. Because like the thing is, but the thing is this, though. They, they they died young. Mm. How much they got accomplished? In 27 years, <laughs> like, yeah. like here I am at 43, <laughs> like like all the stuff that how do you how do you operate at that level? You right. know how do you how do you get people to believe in something, right? And follow you, and walk to the end of the earth like Jesus, like, like that's right, you, yeah. How do you get people behind something like that? Like how do you? What's the? And then you and then you every day they want to kill you, <laughs> like every day your life is on line every day, right? So how do you get up every day and face that? Every day, yeah. At twenty, <laughs> like I can't face. I mean, at forty. Admittedly, you know? right? Like twenty for you would have been. Like, I don't know. I'm, like, scr- like, I'm crashing know, right? into shit and I'm walking <laughs> away. I don't know. I mean, that's a massive responsibility, and these people, they're remarkable. Right. They lost their lives to promulgate a cause, something they deeply believed in, and they weren't afraid because right. they knew. I imagine they knew every you day. Know. Right. Life's you know on the line day. every every day. Every day. You know? Every day. And uh, so, and that's why I liken my journey to, uh, you know, there's, there's something that I say, and I wanted to be on, I wanted to be on record when I say it. Um, it's, it's not that I'm not scared to die, right? I have yeah. a healthy dose of fear of sure. life, right? Sure. <laughs> right? Of death. But I'm ready to go. Yeah. Right? Once I made the decision to live my life in purpose, yeah. doing my mission of helping others, I knew that that meant that my time on earth would be shortened. It sounds weird when I say it to myself and out loud. I think that there's... I think I, th- I think that th- I think that when I um, turned my life over to helping people, that there was two missions that I was supposed to complete. Yeah, I think that I completed one of them. There's something else that I need to do. I know what that thing is. I just haven't fully committed to it because the fear that when I do that thing, that my life, I don't believe that my life is going to continue some uh, ultra high level. I think that when I complete that thing, that mission, the universe is going to call me back. <laughs> so, so, but living in that, I know that every moment is a gift. And I'm ready to go. I if if God or the whoever's checking the numbers yeah. says it's my time. If I leave, if I leave out of this hey, uh, show, Rick, it looks like uh, yeah. it's course time to go. <laughs> I feel like I'm already on borrowed time. Yeah. The things that have happened in my life, uh, and I don't need to go into the, all the dark stuff. But the things that have happened in my life, I'm not supposed to be here now, right? Yeah. So if I leave out of here and I walk out there and I get hit by a bus, right? Don't cry for me. Don't 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 have some. Don't don't have some memorial service. Yeah. Where you, no, celebrate. 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 Have a party. Like like 
And I, I joke about it, but I'm saying, like, I want to have an open bar from 6 to 7, right? Amazing. I want to have a cash bar. Yeah. Ladies free before 11. <laughs> <laughs> I want my, I want my part, celebrate my life. Yeah. Celebrate the things. If I, if I touched you in any way, if there was any wisdom or any knowledge or if I helped you in any way, yeah. celebrate that. But also at the same time, tell me now while I'm alive. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't let it go. Don't let it go unsaid. And be like, man, that one time he gave me a ride. No, yeah. like. Tell me now while yeah. I'm here, while I can appreciate it and smell the roses because I'm living it every day. I'm walking on a path yeah. every day. It's amazing. Yeah. It's the last question. Come on. Make it tough. We've talked about life. No, it's not a challenging one necessarily, <laughs> right? Uh, but it, but it, it is interesting. B squared plus C squared. <laughs> Sullivan figured that shit out uh, from high school. You've got the mobile bar, yes. right? You've got a successful business. You've rebuilt yourself. You've built a lot of People have faith in you. Yes. They've got confidence in you. Yes. You're a source of expertise, right? Yes. Where does this all end up? Are you going to write a book? Are you going to do a, a movie? Book. I wrote a book. I'll get, I'll get you a copy. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, Please sure. do. But well, I mean, so so in that in that respect, though, so book, company, children, successful rebuilding your psyche almost from scratch. What is left? When I, when I started on this journey, when I started on this journey, I had no idea that I'd be in Dallas on a podcast <laughs> talking to Mike. Yeah. yeah, seriously, my initial goal was just to survive. Yeah. I just I told myself if I could make a hundred dollars a day doing this, that meant that I didn't have to go get a job. Mm. I didn't. The the okay. I mean, we've talked for about an hour. Yeah, <laughs> right. You amazing an hour on the mark yeah i'm on it i'm on it i'm, I'm connected to the universe yes. i got it we talked for an hour here's what i want here's if you don't listen to anything <laughs> you know if you come in on the tail end of this yeah. here's the takeaway your dreams that you have for yourself aren't yeah. big enough you didn't dream you think in your mind that it you haven't dreamed big enough if your dreams don't scare the shit out of you yeah. you're not dreaming big enough because you can touch the entire world. It's not just your four walls or the corner or your yeah. neighborhood or your block or your state. Or your, it's the world. We're now connected to the world. This never, this thing like this, yeah. this, it's never existed ever before. You have the power to change. If you can't change the world, change your world. Yeah. Just change Just change the, the four feet around you every day. Every day. And, and so now my, my struggle and my journey is to wake up more people. Just mm. start living your life. Just live breathe <laughs> have yeah. you ever, i mean have you ever tried to take a breath not 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 like you do it naturally you breathe naturally but yeah. have you ever just stopped and said you know what i'm gonna take this breath like i choose to not my body not my mind not the physical automatic thing yeah i'm gonna take this breath i did that right mm. so that's life so you just breathe in life so now when you exhale you exhale out life put that put that in the universe go out find out what you're supposed to do Help other people along the way, you know what I'm saying? But find out what you're supposed to do and let that kill die doing what you're dying your purpose. Yeah. So, did I answer the question? You gonna ask me a question? <laughs> no, I said, did I answer the question? You absolutely did. <laughs> I think it makes sense. And it's always giving back. It's always paying it forward. It's always taking control and just trying to make the most out of this life despite how dark it becomes. Yeah. Yeah. I but uh not going to go too far off on a tangent, but when I was in my depression in my dark days and I, there was no light. I mean, when you're in that abyss, there is, there's absolutely no light. Yeah. And you think, and you're, cause you're trapped in your mind, yeah. you know, <laughs> get out, right? The no, place. right. You're, in the yeah, place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're trapped in your mind and you, even though you have family and even though you go to your job and even though you have friends and even though you got a best friend, you really feel like you cannot, you can't unpack this baggage to right. anyone. No one's going to understand. They're going to judge you, right? You got to get out of that. You got to get out of your head. It's the six inches in between your two ears that's really messing you up. You have got to stop this this perpetual thinking, this negative uh, darkness yeah. that just like I can't make it. I'm never gonna. The voices that were in my head telling me all the bad stuff now they push me positive. Like if I'm laying in bed and the alarm clock goes off, how many people? If I could just get five more minutes. No, I got a voice in my head telling me get your ass up. Yeah, we yeah. got shit to do. Let's go. Let's go. We, we don't. I don't have. I, I let you rest. Right? <laughs> you got your rest. You get the fuck rest. up. <laughs> get up you got And I have to attack every day. Mm. There are some days when I don't accomplish everything that I want to, but I also don't get down. I don't kick myself for not getting it done. Because yeah. I believe that, you know, at the end of the day, I gave it my all. And I'll just shift those tasks to tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
So I get up every, you got to get up. Every, you have to tell yourself when, when you don't have motivation, I don't motivate yourself. Yeah. You don't have to listen to it. It's great to listen to motivational tapes and watch the videos and surround yourself with that energy. But I don't need, I, I'm ready to go. I'm plugged into an eternal source. I don't get tired. Mm. Right. I, I don't need to sleep. You know, when I was out, par- look, when you're out partying, and you're, you know, you're getting shit faced every night, yeah. seven days a week. Your friends never tell you to slow down. No. They're like, Mike, let's go. Let's part. Mike's the party guy, right? You know, let's party. Shop. I'm getting so old, guys. What are you doing to me? Start right. doing a podcast 24 <laughs> hours a day, seven days a week. You know what they're going to tell you? Yeah. You need to slow down. That's right. You need to take it easy, man. Yeah. You, you know, you, you're going to drain yourself. Yeah. Why, when I was out doing that, you didn't tell me to slow down? But now I'm living in my purpose. I'm doing what I was designed to do. No, I want to literally die and fall on the on the mic. Yeah. Do your thing. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They don't like it? Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Man, Corey, really amazing getting to know you and getting to talk about this journey you've had I, and your connection with the universe. I think it's a really important thing. Some people, we, we feel so in the moment. We feel like we're only bound to earth or we're only right. bound to these things that we can see and feel, but it's much larger than that. Sure. We're all you, connected. We're all connected. All connected. And... I really appreciate you taking the time out for Bar Institute Dallas, helping the community, but helping me understand my purpose too, man. It's really brilliant. Well, Mike, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk. And like I said, I hope I hope that this song, that this goes out and it yeah. lands. I believe that the energy I put out, even see the thing is like I don't need I don't need to impress thousands of people. Yeah. Because when I was in my darkest moment, I just it would I would just I just wanted a chance, an opportunity, anyone. Sure. Just takes one, right? Just one. Yeah. Just one, man. If it, if it helps, just one person. I get inbox after inbox of people telling me these gut wrenching stories, like I was going to kill myself, and then I watch your video. You know how that changes you, man. You can't you can't come back from that. No. You know, I I didn't know what I was going to do last week, and I'm you know I'm, I'm suicidal and all, dude. Like I, so my mission is to go out and save as many people. I'm, can I save them all? No, I you know, no. but I'm gonna, I want to save who I can, and bring them back from the edge and the brink and the abyss because it's. Beyond these doors outside that, the, the world is cruel. Yeah. Cold, cruel, <laughs> gripping old man of a world, right? <laughs> it, it is unforgiving, man. Yeah. And no one, and now in the society we live in, it's like no one cares. No one cares that, look, look, you're doing this podcast, right? No yeah. one cares that you bought this equipment and you got a laptop and you do. They don't care. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll watch it. Sure. They don't care. Go on, go on your site and say, hey, guys, I'm about to lose my uh, uh, podcast. I'm going to start a, a, a campaign. Could you donate five bucks? They ain't gonna, they're not going to give you five yeah. bucks, Mike. They don't care. It's about us, though. It's about doing the things that we love because yeah. that's how it moves forward. Corey, I hope you enjoy the rest of your stay in Dallas. Man, having a Don Q punch, man, <laughs> this has Q. been kind Thank of insane. <laughs> been pretty brilliant. So, Godspeed. I can't wait to see what's next. This is much needed, man. Anytime. Thank you. Thank Mike. you. So, Mike, shout out. Thanks, Where guys. Where can they find you, Mike? Show to V podcast with Mike G available on iTunes, Google Play, and of course, Facebook. Like it. You get to hear this chat with Corey. I'll add, some, I'll add a link to the thing. But Mike, you got, yeah. that, you got that, like, that sexy radio voice, man. Like, I've been like, practicing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> or is it a weekend of karaoke, Corey? I don't Hard know, to man. say, man. Hard <laughs> I might say. have to put you on the, uh, you got like the, uh, for, for black girls, press one <laughs> now. <laughs> for sex with a stranger, press two. <laughs> if you just feel awkward, press three. Thanks, dude. Talk soon, yeah? Oh, yep, absolutely, brother. Thank you for your time. Thank you. We're out. Well, there we have it. Mr. Corey Brim, owner and operator of Sugar Rim Bar, a guy who's rebuilt himself, has struggled, has succeeded, had it all, had nothing and everything, like I said, in between. It's an inspiring story. He's here. He's uplifting. He's optimistic. And he's here for the community, the bar community, just the community in general. If you need someone to talk to, you need to get back on track financially. This is something that's very important especially with lack of health care, these kinds of interesting things happening in Washington, D.C. that are taking some rights away, adding others. It's just a shit storm. And Corey provides a little bit of clarity in all of this stuff. So I hope you guys enjoyed that great chat. So thanks, everybody, for listening to Show to V with Mike G. No matter how many times you've seen Night of the Creeps and think it keeps getting better, Tom Atkins in his finest role as Detective Cameron, or if you're thinking, man, today's Friday the 13th, I'm not sure which movies I should watch. There are just so many. Please keep dancing.